0: going on everybody welcome into a college football playoff slash bowl game episode of college gridiron as normal i am danny scott here with i'm gonna say at this point my good good friend tyler who we've been doing a lot of episodes together tyler how are you doing buddy how's uh how's your break going first of all we're on winter break in case you guys don't know that uh, just after new year's after christmas happy holidays everyone but tyler how are you doing
1: uh, first of all, I would just like to say uh, I'd like to thank my my parents for uh, letting me be here because I'm on Danny Scott's very good, good friend list. Uh, I'm doing really well, actually. Uh, break's been pretty good. Uh, She's been working and watching some great college football. I mean, like, come on, we've had some great, great games. Uh, we're on opposite coast right now. I'm in New York still local close to Fordham. You're in California, you know, enjoying the nice. Well, I, I'm assuming a little nicer weather and, you know, oh, some great got- football.
0: I got about uh, three feet of snow last week, so oh, that's, that's it's, it's beautiful. a little it's a little chilly, but it is a little really chilly, nice but it's
1: still, it's still California. But you know what? It's nice around here. It's a new year. It's 2022 new year. I wouldn't say new me, but new bowl games to talk about. It's going to be it's a lot of fun. I can't wait to get to talking.
0: Yeah, well, let's just start off. Uh, we're going to end with this. We're going to do we're going to do a little different. Normally, you know. we start off with the best games, you know, but we're going to end with the two college football playoff games and then for everyone that wants to hear our ideas about what we think is going to happen in the national championship we're going to do a special episode later in the week it's going to be a two episode week um we weren't on last week that was because not a whole lot was going on besides just some uh, random bowl games but we're going to do a full uh championship preview i guess you would call it uh later in the week but you know, just started off Alabama beat Cincy and Georgia beat Michigan. That's, that's going to be your uh, national national championship game. But let's start with the other New Year's Six Bowls. Michigan State, without Kenneth Walker, takes it to Pitt without Kenny Pickett, 31-21 in the Peach Bowl. Um, out of all the New Year's Six Bowls, besides the two playoff games that were kind of blowouts, this was the, the one that grabbed my interest the least. Um, without Kenny Pickett or Kenneth Walker, there wasn't a ton of super spe- or super or superstar power in this one. But uh, Michigan State gets it done. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one, Tyler?
1: I mean, yeah, it was kind of a slow game. The one guy I wanted to see was, like, the statistically the best receiver in college football this year, the Blitnikoff winner, uh, Jordan Addison. I wanted to see how he played. I mean, so he's only a sophomore, and he was balling out all year, like 1,600 yards, hit 114 yards, nothing. Like, he, he did his job. And that was cool watching him ball out for pit. And, you know, it was nothing special, kind of sad, kind of anticlimactic end of the year. No Kenny Pickett, no Kenneth Walker third. But obviously, we're going to talk about guys opting out later. That's there's so much to talk about with that. But it was a good, it was a decent game. It was good to have out in the background. Um, Peach ball is usually a great game. Um, and yeah, I got to see some young talent. Michigan State came through. Peyton Thorne did his thing through three touchdowns, did throw a pick, but. It was a close game till the end, and then uh Michigan State I still with the pick six. And yeah, it's good. It's good momentum for both programs into the offseason. Both I'd say a success for both teams, a, a massive success, being the 10th ranked team at the end of the year for Michigan State. Good year. New coach, Mel Tucker. I'd say it's a good season. And then Pitt is usually not the biggest program, but Pitt really came in and established themselves as a good football program this year. So yeah, I thought it was a good year for the yeah, both of them. Pitt-
0: Pitt is typically a uh, middle of the road team in the ACC. Right. They have a great year, beat Clemson, beat Wake Forest to win the eight or the the Big Ten or excuse ACC. me, the <laughs> ACC championship. <laughs> right. And uh, you know it was a good season for both of them. Michigan right. State typically another team. Uh, historically, they're a good. They're a good. They're football good. School, they're good.
1: It's hot. They're hot and cold. Every they're hot year. and cold over the past yeah.
0: few years, they've been kind of middle of the road Big Ten. But right. uh, you mentioned Peyton Thorne. typically. Like we've seen all year, he's not the best passer, but he's he has a, a decent passer. He's, he's very, very,
1: very as I said earlier, hot and cold.
0: Hot and cold, but yeah, yeah no, he had a very good game: three hundred and fifty-four mm-hmm. passing yards, three tuds, and he leads. He leads Michigan State to a peachful victory. So, there's not yeah. there's not a ton on this one. the The other three New York Six games were way better games. Oh, um, definitely. So let's just get into that. I want to say, or you know what. Let's just get into it. Oklahoma State yeah. beats Notre Dame 37 <laughs> 35. Your Tyler, favorite game, Tyler. You, Danny, go ahead
1: and Danny, talk. Danny. Oh, man. Um, as, a, as the uh non Notre Dame fan on this podcast right now, I will like to say it was very fun watching Danny get very angry. Um, Danny wasn't the happiest after the game. Um, I mean, you let, could let's say start, that again. Let's, yeah, let's start off with um. It was a really good game, really high scoring. Both quarterbacks played really well. Spencer Sanders, and Jack Cone. Jack Cone threw five touchdowns. Like, let's not Jack, complain about Jack that. Jack
0: Cone, 509 passing yards, five He touchdowns. was
1: phenomenal. Yeah, he, was phenomenal. he did have
0: an interception, but he, but, he goes and but, sets the Fiesta he had, record.
1: He had one he had one mistake compared to a phenomenal game. If I'm blaming anybody, it's not Jack Cone. He played phenomenal. Um and it was just a co- it was a combination of just high scoring, very very like back and forth game. Um, yeah. So Notre Dame got off to a very hot start, and um, Danny was very happy about Marcus Freeman. Very um, talking very highly of Marcus Freeman. It got up to twenty eight seven, and then Oklahoma State turned it on, scored thirty straight points. How you feeling about that, Danny? Is that cause for concern?
0: You know what I. I was thinking about it and, you know, obviously being home, my dad's a huge Notre Dame fan as well. That's why I'm a Notre Dame fan, a California kid that's a Notre Dame fan. Right. But um, we were, (laughs) we were, we were talking about it and um, you know, there's a lot to look forward to in the future when, when they jump out 28 to seven, they're playing great. Jack Cohn is throwing the ball left and right, completing passes like no one else. It shows to me that this team wants to play for Marcus Freeman. They want to be there. You know, right. I expect I expected some little bumpy stuff to happen. I, I really, I really, really, really thought they were going to win this game. I thought there was too right. much fire. And, and so did I still have like the old st- I'm assuming they're still running the old playbook considering Tommy Reese is still, Reese is still in,
1: there. They're going to run everything, and, everything the same and yep. the
0: defensive coordinator and and Marcus Freeman. He, he wasn't calling plays until the second half, but uh, right. he was the D.C. all year, so. There's a lot of similarities. I will say right. a rookie coach, never been a head coach before. You expect there to be some bumps. And right. I'm expecting next year, you know, we may see that a little more. I tough still schedule, think though. it's a very tough schedule. Very tough schedule.
1: Ohio State right away. Ooh. Yeah,
0: uh, Ohio State, I believe they have Clemson next year, too. It's, it's They got a gauntlet of a schedule next season. And we'll, yeah. we'll do a, a preview of next season. Yeah, we'll later, get to
1: that later. Later but, on. Man.
0: But, uh, you know, I really... I'm really happy with some of the stuff I saw. Um, I do think the biggest downfall was kind of midway through the third quarter. Notre Dame's offense just couldn't move the ball. They they, kept stalled. Having they, these, stalled. they,
1: they, they couldn't run the ball. T- they couldn't run the ball at all. They 42 had com- 42 yeah. combined running yards. They That's had three or
0: four quick three and outs. Their mm-hmm. defense got gassed. Oklahoma right. State started running their hurry-up offense, and they just couldn't keep up with them. They just got oh, yeah. fired in Oklahoma State. Just kept shoving it down their throats. And that's really what happened.
1: Right. Oklahoma State really stepped up in that third quarter. And if you're if you're Notre Dame, first of all, with the offense, you should be excited with the pass game, concerned with the run game. Then again, no Kyron Williams. So understandable. You know a couple guys were missing, but if you want to look at that, like, rec- like that receiving room, Lorenzo Styles Jr., Chris Tyree, Kevin Austin Jr., all over uh, over 100 yards in the day, all had a touchdown. Michael Mayer, the stud tight end, I know you rave over him so much, so only a sophomore, so he's gonna be back next year. Gonna
0: be back next year,
1: man. He is he's good, and, and I haven't really seen much. I, I like, I'll watch occasionally watch Notre Dame games when they play the big games. And I didn't really see much of him, but I I knew you hyped him up a lot, and he was as good as it's advertised. Seven catches for 72 yards and a oh, um got
0: the and some
1: ba- some background noise. Uh that was a Tay Martin touchdown, actually. Uh so Tay Martin, three touchdowns against uh Notre Dame defense. No, we're just talking about Michael Mayer, as good as advertised. And I mean, if you want to look at that offense, it was good, it was a very, very good passing offense. Rushing offense needs some work. I'm sure. I'm sure Tommy Reese will figure that out. So if if you're Notre Dame, there's next year is something to look forward to. I will say there's
0: that. there's a lot to look forward to in the coming years, and same for Oklahoma State. I'm, I'm right. pretty sure this is a, this is a good um,
1: Oklahoma State team. There's no Sanders, shame in losing to them.
0: Sanders is a junior, if I'm not mistaken. Right. I'm I, assuming. I'm
1: assuming. I'm assuming he's coming, back. Assuming he's, he's coming yeah. back.
0: He's. I mean, unless he you're like a, a first round quarterback, you're probably he's, he's not coming even, back.
1: Sanders um, is not going to college. Away Jalen Warren, the running back, is a senior, but yeah, they'll replace him. They there's a ton of talent there,
0: absolutely. But let's let's move on to a player, um, that is not coming back to college who's going to be a first round pick and is the talk of a lot of stuff with whether these superstar players that are going to be first round picks should be playing in these bowl games or not, unless it's like the playoffs or they're competing for a national championship. But Ole Miss. Uh, loses to Baylor 21-7 to in the Sugar Bowl. Right. Matt Corral hurts his leg very early on. I'm not sure if they've come out and said exactly what he did, how long he's going to be hurt for, whether it's going to affect his draft stock or not. But I feel incredibly bad for Matt Corral. They talked about it on, on air quite a bit. They're saying, you know, this guy, he's all in for his guys. He loves his team. He just wants to get in there and play the game like it's supposed to be played. He goes down. And this could potentially have have a pretty big impact on his draft stock if it's a torn ACL. You know, maybe he goes from first rounder. Oh, that would be
1: devastating.
0: Maybe he goes from a first rounder to a third rounder or something like that. He doesn't get to show off his stuff in the combine. But Mm -hmm. uh, what's your thoughts on Matt Corral, on the game? Uh, Anything else to add?
1: First of all, this was the... I'm going to say, honestly, this is the worst bowl game out of the, all the new Year's six bowl games. I'm going to disagree. Maybe, maybe the disagree. Iowa Kentucky, maybe, maybe Iowa Kentucky. No, Cause I, that's
0: not a, that's not a new year's six. I that wasn't
1: like a traditional new year's six, but it was played on new year's day.
0: The one we talked about, I think Michigan state pit was the most boring. This one was yeah. very fun up until midway through the fourth quarter. It was, a was it? Yeah, it was seven to seven. You up liked until, it. I, I do the fourth quarter. I love defense. I, I,
1: I, 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 I like scoring. Uh, I like scoring, and I did not like what happened that game. Um, first of all, obviously, if you're if you're a first round pick or or if you're a guy who knows where his draft stock is and you know that like you're a pretty good player, you have a chance to. Um, you don't really have a chance to boost that draft stock. Sit sit the bowl game out unless it's a national championship. Matt Corral, sit the bowl game out. I respect it so much that he's trying to ride for his guys and trying to end on a high note and his college career on a high note. That's that's great. However, we saw what happened. What if it's a, like worst case scenario? What if it's a torn ACL? Then it's drop stop. As I said, first to third. First to third round. And possibly even worse. Because this is a very weird draft class for quarterbacks. You got Corral. You got Pickett. You got Ken Willis. Cor- uh, Howell. And none of those guys are ser- like bona fide.
0: This is, this is not last year's quarterback class. Not there's even not, close. There's not two or three well, prospects that are surefire.
1: All five of those all five of those guys last year go are the first quarterback taken in this year's class. Absolutely. And
0: all all the big names this year are probably not even a first round pick.
1: Exactly. It's 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 and Corral was either quarterback one or quarterback two in most people's eyes. Him and Pickett back to back. If your stock is solidified and you know where you're gonna go, there he, he wasn't gonna raise the stock during the that um game, uh, the Sugar Bowl. He wasn't. There's no shot in hell. I uh, sure he could have thrown for six touchdowns, but he's not gonna do that, especially like with guys sitting out. He's he there's there's nothing for him to gain by playing that game. For guys that are like fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, you know, you know, like guys that are trying to raise their draft stock, yes, playing the bowl game, try to raise your stock try to make a name for yourself but if you're a first-round pick don't do it corral got hurt on un- very unfortunate he came out with crutches and it sucks it, it just really sucks and we saw what Kirk Cur- Herbstreit said we all know what he said i think it's complete bs i think he's just talking the words of a company man trying to defend his people at espn he doesn't actually believe that but it's so unfortunate like everybody was blasting him on social media when corral got hurt and deservedly so you know i just feel really bad for matt corral though and the game it yeah it was a like you said you thought it was a good game i thought it was an okay game like i'd rated it like a 5.5 out of 10 <laughs> it was it was overshadowed by corral's injury so i mean i feel bad for the guys who have really put a name out for themselves but you know it it was all overshadowed by corral and i'm sorry i'm talking so much i'm just I'm just You're pissed it. off about, I'm pissed off about the, uh, macrology.
0: Yeah. I think, I think everyone that is a fan of, of high level college football is, is upset about it. When, whenever any big name player goes down and especially at a time like this, where, you know, this guy's going to be making millions of dollars in a few months and he gets hurt and, you know, it potentially risks everything just by playing in, in one game to end end your, end your college career, you know, I, I really, really respect him for going out and playing. I really like it when guys do that. But this is the reason, and everyone sees this, this is why you don't play in this final game. And a lot of people don't like that people do that. But for everyone that does not like that, this is the exact reason why.
1: Now, what's the solution for guys, like if for like if teams want their guys to play in their final game? My solution is pay the players. Um, give the players an incentive, a reason to play pay the players, give them, I mean, I, I don't know if they have injury insurance and all that. I don't think they do in college, but pay the players. And all these, bowl, uh, the, the talk of the town is all the bowl games. There's so many bowl games now that it's been watered down and they're all sponsored by something. Like there's the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Like why the hell is there a Jimmy Kimmel Bowl? <laughs> there's, a, there's like the Tax Slayer Bowl, the PUBG Mobile Bowl. Like what is this? Like none of these make sense if you want these players to play in these big games and what these, if you want these bowl games to mean something, pay the players, get, let the each, each and every one of these players get a dividend of a game check from, and I know the whole, like, this is a controversial thing with NIL, blah, 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 pay the players. Come on. They devote.
0: I, I completely yeah. agree this. Uh, I, I don't even remember who was the sponsor of the sugar bowl, but it was,
1: um yeah, I don't even remember. It's just, let me see. If all you, state, all state, all state, but, yeah,
0: all state. You want Matt Corral, give him a million dollars to play in this game. Exactly. A superstar is going to be a first run pick. And you know, everyone doesn't have to be equal. No one's equal in the NFL. No, not everyone has the same contract. Right. But, but guys, you know, it, I agree. Guy, each,
1: each guy deserves at least, like you know, a certain yeah. amount.
0: A little bit. I I completely agree. If, if you right. want the big name players in there, give them some cash. But exactly. um I think that's enough with the sadness.
1: Yeah. Sorry, let's Matt get, let's Corral. I'm looking Prayers, thoughts <laughs> and prayers. Yep.
0: Just to seeing you uh, in the NFL in the next couple of years. I really like him. He's he's. I know great he's player. Brian's guy. He's one Gregor's of my guy, guys. guy. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
1: I, I kind of like him, but you know, I got a, I got a ton of respect for him. You know, absolutely. great player and tough but, competitor.
0: Let's move on yeah. to the best bowl game I saw. One of the best ever. in one of the one best of, I've ever seen. One of the best. This had to be, in my opinion, this was the best game of the year.
1: Oh, easily, not and, even close,
0: and one of the best games I've ever watched.
1: Do we, do we even have to say the name of it?
0: <laughs> I, I think the
1: famous Rose Bowl.
0: The granddaddy of them all lives up to the, the granddaddy
1: height. of them all. Yes, sir. and State, then some,
0: and then some. Ohio State beats Utah forty-eight forty-five. Um, before we, before I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal because I know you want to talk about them. I'm gonna say yeah. it. Jackson Smith and Jigba, wow.
1: What a stud. I mean, I was hyping video him up game, all year. Video game hi- numbers. I was hyping him up all year, and the first time he gets the chance to shot his number one wide receiver breaks every record in the book.
0: Every every record you can think of, he pretty much broke it. 15 yeah. receptions, 347 receiving yards, and three, and touchdowns. three
1: touchdowns. Yeah, before, but before we get into that, all the shenanigans, all the fun stuff, let's give some credit to Utah, man. They they had a phenomenal season. That was a dream season right there. They I have Nor-
0: no idea how Utah lost some of the games they did this year. They um, start
1: so they started off slow. They had a back, Charlie Brewer, the old uh, I think Baylor quarterback, transferred to Utah. Didn't fit. Didn't work. They tried a different offense. Didn't work. I was talking to my buddy about this y- uh, yesterday, not last night about it. It they lost. They just didn't click early on. Um, Cameron Rising, the quarterback, took the. He stole the quarterback job, basically. Charlie Brewer transferred out, so they didn't really have a backup quarterback. Um, Rising leads. Their defense starts clicking. Their run game starts clicking. Their run game is unbelievable. Tavion Thomas, Cam Rising, and they just clicked. I mean, their defense is unbelievable. Like, Dev, we, we we love Devin Lloyd. Oh, that both linebacker. of us, we've...
0: We have had quite a few conversations about Devin Moy. He, he is and, an incredible player.
1: He's a stud. Him and the Kobe Dean are going to be like at Georgia. Those two linebackers are going to be dominant in the NFL for the years to come.
0: Couldn't but man, you more.
1: man, Utah—they looked spectacular, they, and they started off so hot. Um Cam Rising was just—he played a phenomenal game, and it sucks that he got hurt in the fourth quarter. But he played. I mean. He played his heart out. And he's I, gonna be I honestly yeah.
0: believe if Cam Rising doesn't get hurt, Utah pulls this one out.
1: But man, that I, I don't know, man, because it was like a back and forth thing. It, it was, was a tie back... game. It was a tie game when Cam got hurt. They went three and out. I think Stroud and uh, Ohio State scored. Then the backup, Bryson Barnes, scored. And then uh, they left too much time on the clock for um, Ohio State and they kicked the field goal. So, you know, it is what it is. But it was great effort from both quarterbacks.
0: Yeah, I mean, C.J. Stroud, have another day, 573 passing yards, six yep. touchdowns. That's my he guy. did have an interception, I believe.
1: Right, he did. Um,
0: but, you know, that's video. That's a video <laughs> game performance, too. When
1: you throw six touchdowns, you can have one thing.
0: Yeah. And then and you win
1: the game. And you win the game.
0: Um, Marvin Harrison, Jr., son of one of the yeah. best receivers of all time.
1: One of the guys.
0: I think they said on on air he had three receptions going into the game. Well, he yep. had three touchdown catches in this yeah, game. Yeah, and seventy-one Six yards, seventy-one yards, three touchdowns. And he
1: looked like he looked like a. I mean, he's a freshman coming to this game. He looked like a good receiver. He was running Chris Brouts, getting open, getting separation, and his hands were great. He man, that uh, I, we'll get to that Ohio State core in a second, but like he was unbelievable. And there's there's guys that like. That we didn't even mention, Emeka Ekbuga had forty six yards. Julian Fleming was a former five star recruit. I'm pretty sure one of the highest recruits in the nation. He's going to be a big part of that core next year, especially with Olave and Wilson gone. It's going to be Injigba, uh, Harrison Jr., Ola, uh, and then um, Fleming and Agbuga. excuse me. Uh, that's a disgusting core right there. Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, but might, Ohio State might be incredible. they might be wide receiver. You like them in Alabama and LSU. Those three are wide receiver at, you right at there. At this
0: point, I, I I think it's hard to argue against it with how yeah. how much talent is coming out. I mean, and, Clem, and Clems, going,
1: Clemson's kind of fallen off in that in that area a little bit. So going no, have uh haven't.
0: going back to yeah. Smith and Jigba, he could have had a fourth touchdown too if it weren't for that yeah. fumble. He gets for that fumble on, exactly. The fumbles inside the five and and drops that. I mean, that's that's four. Yeah, touchdowns. that's that's only that's only
1: that's legitimately the only flaw he had that game.
0: The only bad thing that that happened, he was. I, I cannot reiterate how incredible he was. It was. It was.
1: Video game. Yeah. It's like it's like putting. Up. It's like putting Devonte Adams or Tyreek Hill in Madden, putting him in the slot on rookie on yeah. arcade mode, and you're just like, you got Mahomes out there and CJ Stroud. you just like, f it, and Jigba down there somewhere. He's open. He's open. Give him the ball. Fifteen catches. Man, let's look. How many fantasy points is that? Uh, that's, uh, that's a, a lot. lot. That's um, I'm just guessing off the top of my head. That's like upwards of sixty, upwards of sixty. Uh, it's got
0: to like. be more than that. Oh, yeah, I mean,
1: the I mean, 347. those. yep, and then 34. 52. You got thirty. Yeah, 34.7, 49 with the catches. So, and then the three touchdowns, 18. That's 67 fantasy points right there.
0: That's incredible.
1: That oh, then the fumbles is 65. Um
0: yeah. I mean either either way <laughs> I just wanted to bring I, mean,
1: I just wanted to bring that up cuz it's fun. You know, yeah. he's unbelievable. He put on a show and he is going to be terrorizing uh, defenses next year and then for years to come in the NFL. Yeah, well Um honestly like I as college football fans it sucks. It really sucks. But think about it this way. What does he have to gain by playing next year? He could pull Jamar Chase and sit out and train for the draft. Uh, I, mean, no, I don't I don't I don't no, want that to happen. There's, there's no I don't, want that, happen. I don't want that to happen. I don't want that to happen because of the COVID COVID. Year.
0: Right. I, I, these I'm players, just thinking these players what, aren't going to aren't going to sit out anymore. I mean, doing? that was a one time thing, I believe just, for that for that right. year. But no, he's going to be back next year. I, I would put a significant sum <laughs> of whatever you want on
1: it. your life. <laughs> oh, we don't need to, we don't need I I, lo- I love that's, I love doing that. No, I love pulling I that card. That's why um, I don't
0: say that anymore. Um, right. But what, no, we'll be back next year, and we'll have another great season. CJ Stroud yeah. will be back next year. Stroud, I mean, that, that, that run that, the whole
1: offense, the whole offense minus Alave and Wilson is back.
0: All right. It's gonna the it's run to terrorize yeah. a lot of teams.
1: Yeah, and sure. then um, wait, before we move on, I just want to give a quick shout out to Britton Covey. He had he was balling that uh that game, he had. 208 uh, kick return yards and that 97 yard kick return for touchdown for Utah. He's a playmaker and he had a couple big catches. He had, oh, he had three for 34 and a touchdown. Um, really, really good player. I was talking to my buddy about it. He's a playmaker. Incredibly
0: so, talented, very good. Yeah.
1: Playmaker. F- future Patriot for uh, reasons <laughs> that we don't have to talk about. <laughs> Probably. Bill Belichick was watching that game with an eagle eye.
0: Yeah, for um,
1: sure. Yeah, but no, just honestly, uh, in terms of the Rose Bowls, that might be one of the greatest Rose Bowls I've ever seen. Besides that 2017 one with uh, Penn State USC at 152-49, this is one of the greatest Rose Bowls I've ever seen. And as I say, it's the granddaddy of them all. It's the greatest – it is the greatest bowl game there is.
0: Absolutely. I, it's It's such a fun game. Every single year yep. you you this one is this one is circled on your calendar right, for, exactly. for this and exact you,
1: reason. You got the beautiful like the rose bowl, just a beautiful view of the LA, like of LA at like 6 PM, sun setting, great football, lights on, crowd packed. It's what football is. It's it's what dreams are made of.
0: Yeah. It's like well, the field of
1: dreams. It's like the field of dreams game. But if you made it to a college football stadium,
0: absolutely. Well, on that note, let's move on to a couple of other bowl games that both of us have talked about. We're not going to go very in depth to the, in them because we want to right. talk about the playoff games. But uh, Citrus Bowl, uh, number twenty-two, Kentucky. I, they were number seventeen, Iowa. Seventeen, no, Iowa. It was, it was
1: fifteen. Fifteen, was 15.
0: Iowa. Kentucky right. beats Iowa twenty to seventeen in the Citrus Bowl. Yeah. Um, Spencer Petrus. Petros, My guy, Spencer Petrus. Guy? Yeah. Spencer, Spencer Petrus. Petrus
1: did not play, play well. <laughs> plays like
0: a competent quarterback. Iowa wins this game.
1: Right? Yes, and I mean, Spencer three... Petrus. Well, that, that's the theme of literally every Iowa game this season. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Spencer uh, Petrus, I... if he plays like a con- half decent quarterback, Iowa is top t- top five, top ten, whatever. But yeah. you know what? That's not the case. Spencer it throws Petrus. three
0: ints. Kentucky wins. the yeah. The one the one thing I want to say before I let you take over and we move on. I've said it all year. This is my favorite, one of my favorite stats time of possession. Kentucky big, 37 big possession guy. 37 minutes and 54 seconds to Iowa's 2206.
1: Right. Absolutely it's,
0: manhandled time of possession. Yeah. That that Iowa defense just couldn't get them off the field. And every right. time the Iowa offense got on, the Kentucky defense got them off the field real quick.
1: Right. I mean Kentucky has Playmakers. Um, Will Levis, the former Penn State guy, a quarterback, he's a good, court, solid quarterback. Chris Rodriguez Jr. ran for 107 and a touchdown, so he he held time of possession very well, was able to you know keep the ball. And the one playmaker that everybody loves at Kentucky is Wandell Robinson, the slot receiver, the gadget guy, whatever you want to call him, the weapon. He is a guy that NFL teams have on their radar already. Um, Ended of the season with uh 140 uh, catches for 1300 uh, 1334 yards and seven touchdowns, and ended the season with 10 catches and 170 yards in that Iowa game. He is a playmaker. Um, I'm sure he contributed a lot to that time of possession. He runs a lot of short routes, gets open, just a pl- he's he's a guy that for some reason I know I can see your 49ers drafting to be that slot guy. that thir- that third receiver next to iukes uh, Debo and then Kittle that guy in the slot to make plays. He's a, he's a he's a rack monster. He's a yards after catch monster. He's a playmaker. Such a fun guy to watch. And
0: I he, I would I would love that. I I've seen yeah, him play just, a couple just, times this year. Just
1: watch more of that and dream yeah. of dream of him in the Shanahan offense.
0: You know, I the one thing not to get into a NFL conversation, but the Niners right. need a red zone red zone target, and uh, I, that's what I want to see in the Niners. But I'll take another Yak guy because that's what the Niners love. So a
1: red zone target, oof, oh. we got a lot of those in this yeah, exactly. Uh, upcoming draft. Exactly. draft a Traylon Burks from Arkansas who played on New Year's Day. Uh, actually, I don't know if he played on New Year's Day. I, I think he might have opted out. Um, he he's a stud, but we can get into NFL draft talk later. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> that, that, we'll do, that, that's an that's an off-topic thing. This is a little tangent. We'll
0: definitely we'll definitely do a uh, draft special. But moving on, another good game: the Music City Bowl. Purdue beats Tennessee, 48-45. This was a really fun one. Goes into OT, and uh, Purdue takes it in OT. Um, Aiden O'Connell, great game, five hundred thirty-four uh, passing yards, five touchdowns. But you add the three INT and in it, it makes it look not as good. Uh, Hendon Hooker, 378 passing yards uh, and five touchdowns for Tennessee. I mean, it was it was a fun game. One of the top, probably top five bowl games of yeah, this game. bowl game season. I think uh, this is
1: a top three bowl game of the season. As crazy as it sounds, it was just like back and forth. You had the, the refs, the whole situation of the refs. I don't really remember clearly, but like just, it's just like a bunch of scoring. And the reason why I was like well, I say it was top three is because the bowl games beforehand were so bad. Like there were so many bad bowl games ahead of time that we were so starved for a good bowl game. And we got the Music City Bowl. And <laughs> yeah. it was, it was as sad as it sounds because afterwards, like the New York Six Bowls were sick. Um, this was a very fun bowl game. Um, Aiden O'Connell had put on his best Jameis Winston impression, which will very much impress Ryan Gregware, our guy, big Jameis guy, huge Jameis guy. Put on his best Jameis Winston impression and um, force-fed Brock Thompson uh, in replacement of David Bell, who's going to the NFL draft. Brock Thompson had seven catches for 217 yards and two touchdowns. Also, Payne Durham had 85 yards for two touchdowns. So, yeah, Aiden O'Connell did his thing, tossed through the ball a lot. Um, it was it was weird. Like, a lot of offense. Um, Hennon Hooker had five touchdowns. And Jabbar Small ran for 180 yards for a touchdown. It's just a ton of offense, which is what I like. This is why I like the game. <laughs> I know, I know you like the old Miss Baylor game more. Uh, I don't know about more actually, but you know, I a lot of offense. The more offense, the better, especially for college football. NFL different story. I like, I like a little balance, but when it's college football, I want scoring over more points. <laughs> uh, over than hit for anything that I wanted it to hit on, but um yeah, this is one of the better bowl games.
0: Yeah. Both of these schools, uh, clips the 600 yard mark in a game. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty impressive, but, uh, enough, enough with this music city bowl. Uh, I want to get into the, the big one. So let's speed through these last two, uh, Clemson beats Iowa state 20 to 13 in the cheese bowl. Um, this was another, it was a pretty low scoring game. Um, and I don't really have anything to mention besides I'm happy for Clemson. Um, as weird as that is to say, they yeah, went no, from, <laughs> from one of the bottom teams uh, early on in this year, turned their season around. And the Cheez-It Bowl is no slouch of a bowl game. It, it's yeah. become a lot bigger over the past few years. And these
1: are two good teams. So. And these
0: are two good teams. So good for Clemson to turn their season around. Uh, they're losing both their OC and DC next year. So right. hopefully they uh, stay about this level um, and lose to Notre Dame next year. But uh, yeah, good for Clemson. them to to figure it out later in the year and turn the season around.
1: Clemson will be the class of the ACC again, as strong as that sounds. The great ACC. No, Clemson. Whatever. Good for them. They'll probably be they'll probably be back in the top ten next year, just because Clemson is ridiculously good at recruiting. But Dabo uh, I don't like you. Uh, pay your players. <laughs> pay your players. Don't be annoying about that. Don't be like, oh, the is no integrity. I don't like you for that. That's why karma hit you. This is why you're ten and uh, this is why you're ten and three, okay, and not thirty, not fifteen and out. Uh, basically, good for Clemson. They'll be back, and yeah, it was a, it was a, it was an okay bowl game. It was
0: one, it was very mid, but it was two of the it was a, one of the better. It was closer. Games, so. It was closer. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to mention it, but uh, definitely, definitely. Let's move on to what I am calling the overrated bowl, um, the Alamo Bowl: Oklahoma versus Oregon. <laughs> Uh, 40,
1: 30, 47, 32,
0: the fraud uh, bowl, the fraud Beautiful. bowl. I the have, before we get into this, I have no clue how Oregon beat Ohio state this season.
1: No clue at all. Uh, the only reason I can think of is that they actually had a healthy CJ Verdell who they had missed for all the year. CJ was a different as- aspect in that run game and they lost him. and they, yeah, they're not the same team. They're not that good. Uh, also, Ohio State's defense looked much like what they've looked like the last two year, weeks during that um, Oregon game. So basically, yeah. Also, CJ Stroud hadn't clicked yet. Yeah, a lot of little stuff that happened early in the season. Stuff happens, but we, you and me, both know that Oregon's not that good.
0: Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. I I was yeah. high on them a little bit earlier on in the year. They are
1: they are Utah's sons.
0: Yeah, uh, but. Kennedy Brooks for uh, Oklahoma. Speaking of running backs, 142 yards, three touchdowns, trying to do a little Kenneth Walker impression
1: Um, He's and and got close.
0: He's very good. And I think Oklahoma is uh, looking good for the future. I mean, they lose Lincoln Riley, but bring in uh, Brett Venables. Venables is a very, very good coach. He's going to bring some defense into that high powered offense. So I'm really excited for Oklahoma in the future.
1: Yeah. Oklahoma will be fine. Uh, Venables. Yeah, they need a defensive-minded uh, coach badly because their their kryptonite is their defense. Uh, Lincoln Riley, they can have all the flashy offense they want. Their defensive has, has sucked over the last like five, <laughs> six years, and this is why they get killed in the playoff every year if they make it there. Um, Venable's is a great, great coach. Um, that moment between him and Bob Stoops in the post game in the press conference where uh, Stoops passed off the revisor to Venables, and like that was hype. That was very hype. Um, even though I don't care about Oklahoma, that was hype, and um, I think Venables will lead that program to a pretty good place. I think Oklahoma will be back in a good place next year, better than this year, because this year was just wild for them. Uh, and yeah, Oregon, same deal. I think they, they got a new head coach. Um because Cristobal left, uh, and they got Bo Nix. I believe they got Bo Nix, right? Bo Nix. Yeah, and plus they have a, a couple other young quarterbacks back there. Both teams will be in good, better places than they are this year. Next year, I will say that confidently.
0: And you mentioned uh, Oakwell or Oregon's new head coach Dan Lanning, who yeah. is was the defensive coordinator of Georgia. Georgia, yeah. Um, and I mentioned this on the last episode we did. Even if you don't know Dan Lanning. If you watch Georgia play football once this season, (laughs) yeah, you know know what they're already hire. So,
1: you know what they're
0: going to bring some defense to the Pac 12. Hopefully, you can shut down Lincoln Riley and USC because I hate USC as an Irish fan. But um, (laughs) let's move on to the playoff games. We'll we'll get into these a little bit more in depth. But let's start off with number one, Alabama. They take it to Cincinnati, uh, 27 to 6. And honestly, is is anyone surprised? I, um, this is kind no. of what we all expected.
1: Not surprised, low disappointed, but not surprised. Um, you want to get started with this one?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't have a ton, a ton to talk about. Yeah, in, it was kind of in, slow Really game. in either of these games, because they were both kind of blowouts. Yeah, it kind of is, went by. Which is something that's sad about. The the new or these playoffs because it seems like I, every I, year I, I will every say year this. it's just I, a blowout. Hold
1: on, I will say this. I think that these four teams were the right teams for the playoff. They are the most deserving. So I don't think oh it should be Ohio State or Ola or, or Notre Dame. Sorry, or um or Oklahoma State or Baylor or one of those. I think these are four best teams in the nation this year. However, Alabama, Georgia are in a class of their own.
0: I mean, we, we had an episode earlier this year with just me and Mr. Ryan Gregoire. We said the title of it was Alabama, Georgia, and everybody else. Of course, Alabama goes on to lose that next week and make <laughs> us look like idiots for labeling it that. But, uh, you know, it comes back full circle. It is Alabama, it is Georgia, and it is everybody else. Um, Bryce Young didn't have his best game as a, as a passer. Only 181 he didn't need, he didn't yards. Need to. And he didn't three touchdowns, to. but yeah, he didn't need to because Brian Robinson, two hundred and four rushing yards. I mean, yeah, that's, he, put, he,
1: he he dominated. He put his name back onto the draft radar as one of the better running back prospects. He was like, "Yep, this is my game." Took over.
0: Completely agree, and it was just Alabama's defense. Alabama's defense shut down Desmond Ritter. Holds that potent Cincinnati offense to three or to two field goals, six mm-hmm. points, two field goals. That's all they get. Yeah. Uh, Ritter had probably his worst game of the season. Worst game was and...
1: one of his worst games of his career.
0: Yeah, exactly. But you know, good for Alabama. Nick Saban continues right. to prove why he's the best coach ever.
1: Yeah. It's good for both programs. Actually. I think, I mean, Cincinnati put their name back on the map. Cincinnati's always been a very respectable football program, but they deserve to be here. It's that they don't, it's not like they're like, Oh, a power five team doesn't deserve to be here. Considering the non-power five team, uh, the power five team, Michigan got blown out by more than Cincinnati against a worse opponent, in my opinion. So I think that Cincinnati deserved to be here. They sh- they showed why they deserved to be here by winning uh, two signature games this year, and they just weren't good enough. The athletes aren't good enough to match up with Alabama. The guy, a guy that I'd like to shout out that I think I've told I've talked my head off, your head off about this guy. Uh, but he's the best player in college football as well. Anderson jr. Uh, had two sacks, two tackles for loss, six total tackles dominated the game, completely dominated. It was, the was,
0: He was a little quiet in the first half. If yeah. I, if but I'm he remembering yeah, correct. He, he, he was he,
1: quiet in the first half and then he took off and he started, he started impacting the game. He, they put him on a couple stunts inside stunts and pushed him outside, you know, say saving smart with that stuff. And man, he is a good player. He's better. I mean, the fact that he wasn't in the Heisman conversation was just ridiculous. And Hutchinson was, we saw what Gosh. Hutch did. We, we saw what Hutch Whatever. did. Um, Whatever. Th- there's, there's no debating this this. Uh, Will Anderson is the best defensive player in college football and possibly the best player in college football. Uh, but that, I, I
0: still think it's Bryce young, Bryce young. Right. Right. But what like an incredible season. I, and it's... I think,
1: yeah, I think that, Gap between Bryce Young and the second best quarterback is a little closer than the gap between Will Anderson and the second best edge rusher or defensive player.
0: Oh, get out of that's, town, dude. That's what I'm saying. That's what get I'm saying. Get out of
1: here. Well, that's a debate for another day. But uh, props, to Will Anderson, uh, raised his 2023 draft stock to top two yet again, like we expected, um, or top three, depending what you want. That, uh, but um, yeah, no. Brian Robinson ran the ball all over Cincinnati. Cincinnati really played scared. They played scared, from what I watched. I was like, "Desmond Ritter, why are you throwing checkdowns? You're supposed to push the ball against Alabama." But then again, Bama, Bama is Bama. They're tough to beat, and you got to play a perfect game to beat them. And Cincinnati did not. So,
0: just one that. one thing before we move on to Georgia, Michigan, for yeah. everyone that has said Notre Dame doesn't belong in the playoffs last year, I think everyone can agree that. Alabama team was 10 times better than this year's Alabama team. Right. Notre Dame lost to them by less than Cincinnati lost to this team this year.
1: Notre Dame, t- uh, Alabama took it easy on Notre Dame last year. They knew uh-huh. they would win. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. Good for Notre Dame. They're not in the playoff. That's not what it matters.
0: They're not, they're not in the playoffs, but I do think. Um, they, they, they belong
1: in the conversation. If they play, think, if yeah, they play the right opponent, if they play the correct, the good opponents that they should play, they deserve to be in the conversation. Just One look out
0: before, for next year for a thirteen and zero Notre Dame team with Marcus Freeman at the helm after taking down Ohio State. Notre Dame fans, are,
1: Notre Dame fans are the cowboy fans of college football. Oh, yeah. I, st- I, st- I stand corrected. They haven't won anything since before uh, before Clinton, and they're you know they um they talk like they're the greatest thing since sliced bread. One thing before we move on to uh, Georgia, Michigan. Uh, a guy I'd like to shout out is Sauce Gardner, the corner from uh, Cincinnati. I would say he shut down Jamison Williams. And Jamison oh, Williams is one of the best receivers, if not the best receiver in college football. He put, he lit, I mean, to limit Jamison Williams to seven catch for 62 yards is insane. And he longest catch Jamison Williams had was 20 yards. Jamison Williams is a big play maker. And he let he didn't let James Williams do much. That combo of Sauce Gardner and Kobe Bryant, uh, same namesake, different spelling, is insane. That's the best. That's the best corner duo in college football. I mean, can confidently say that. because Gardner. I think
0: they those two might be the two best corners in college football. Right, uh, I mean, arguably, they, them two all- sting.
1: Stingley, Andrew Booth, like there's so much talent, but those two are unbelievable players.
0: They, they're for sure two of the top five corners in college Easily. football, and they're on the same team. It's so, unbelievable.
1: That's why I said Cincinnati played a really good defensive game. They, they yeah, couldn't stop I the mean, run. They the, couldn't stop the run, but like that's what
0: Alabama's about. To hold Alabama to 27 points, I mean, even Georgia and that defense couldn't do it. But speaking right. of Georgia, let's move on. Let's talk um, about it. Kirby Smart. He fired those boys up. He fired yeah. them up. They came to play when 34 to 11 um, and this was the defense I think everyone expected to see from Georgia in that SEC championship that it just didn't happen. Uh, Michigan has a decent offense and right.
1: Right, but Georgia special. just shut them
0: down. It held them to 11 points.
1: Um, I picked the last show I was on. I picked Michigan to win 31 27. I don't know if you did, but we're we're texting in the chat, me and Greg. Where I think we're all in on Michigan, and that's how I knew we were screwed because yeah. uh, I knew Georgia was gonna kill Michigan once I said once we uh, all agreed on that. I was like, oh, I
0: think gross. I believe so, I said on yeah. air I was picking Georgia, but you did, and then you, you switched let to Michigan. Me, you chat. let you talked me into it into picking, yeah, to picking yeah, I, Michigan.
1: I, I, I led you off the bridge. I'm sorry, yeah. man. I'm so yeah. sorry. Uh I. Yeah, I don't know what to say besides Michigan looked outmatched. They did not look like they belonged there. I will say that. Like, I mean, holding Hassan um,
0: Haskins to 39 yards.
1: I expected that. I, I'll be honest. I expected Hassan Haskins to get shut down just because that Georgia front is so strong. I expected Blake Corum to have a huge game because Corum is the outside faster back. He had 13 yards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, um,
0: that Georgia defense was suffocating and somehow michigan made sense bennett look like an nfl ready quarterback
1: <laughs> that 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 i said that i said that too i think i texted you that
0: yeah 313 yards three touchdowns from stency bennett has a game
1: yes i texted you that uh, um <laughs> Michigan making Stetson Bennett look like a NFL caliber quarterback is like the biggest crime against humanity. Today. He's t- he's t- like, listen, he's not a good quarterback. I'm sorry, Stetson. Sure, you're a nice guy. You're not a good quarterback. And I mean, JT Daniels makes his team much better. But Michigan, oh my god. First of all, Hutchinson, Aiden Hutchinson, uh, Mr. Mr. So great, Mr. Stud. Did nothing. Had one tackle for loss. Good, good for him. But he got shut out. He got pancaked like three times. He got absolutely shut down. Him, David Ojabo. Where, where is he? Uh, he was supposed to be. He's supposed to be top fifteen pick. Doesn't even show up on the stat sheet. Oh my
0: god, they were silenced. Did, did Ojabo play? I can't he remember. Did. did he? I'm pretty
1: sure he did. Pretty sure he did. I mean, there's no reason not to play unless you're hurt. I'm pretty sure he played. Ojabo was silenced. They locked him out of that those games. They locked the edge rushers out of game out of the game plan, and Michigan had nobody else, nobody else to count on defense. And man, oh man, um, yeah, it wasn't even fair. James Cook, Dalvin's little brother, had yeah. had a pretty big game. Um, One hundred
0: and twelve receiving yards and yeah. touchdown.
1: Yeah, he balled. Uh, Brock Bowers, stud tight end, or whatever you want to call him.
0: He's uh, he ver- another
1: vertical threat. Uh, Kyle pitts light? No, nah, yeah. I wouldn't say that. But uh, I would say
0: Kyle pitts, like he's, he's, Kyle another, pitts light. Yeah. he's
1: He's another one of those Weapons. plug
0: and play guys. Yeah. He's just, right. he's he's a, just weapon. a weapon.
1: And he, and he's a freshman in college. That's great. Uh, uh, I can't
0: I can't wait to watch him and Michael Mayer, Mayer who key, for who's the best play end for, in college yeah. football.
1: I think, yeah, I think Mayer and yeah, they're both studs. But uh Bowers had five for 55 and a touchdown, 35-yard touch play. Uh he's a baller. Yeah, no, it wasn't close. Yes, if you turn this game off at halftime, good choice. Good on you. Um, if you watch the rest of this game, you may be entitled to financial compensation, like I was. I watched the rest of this game because I didn't really want to watch. I was—I mean, there was nothing else to do besides wait till the ball dropped. Um, yeah, when I said this was a terrible game, when when, 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 when one side scores eleven points. Which never happens in football. That's how you know it was an awful game. But yeah. you know what? Props to Michigan for get, Michigan for getting there. Good for Jim Harbaugh for finally in Ohio State. Won't happen for another ten years. But yeah, you know, they didn't. They didn't belong. Like they, they. As I said, this is the four best teams in college football this year, regular season. There's levels to this. It's Alabama, Georgia, and everybody else, as you said.
0: Completely agree, and uh. Last thing before we wrap everything up, you know, it's Alabama versus Georgia, repeat of the SEC, repeat of the SEC championship. Real quickly, give me who you think is going to win. We'll we'll get, we'll do a a that for?
1: Do we save that for the next episode?
0: Ah, you know what? I think you're right. I think, I I think, I I think, a
1: little teaser. Um, Stetson Bennett will not throw for three more touchdowns. That's my bold prediction for next episode. Keep it going.
0: I, a, I know a quick,
1: a quick bold prediction. No a score quick score scores bold prediction.
0: Uh that Georgia defense is gonna bounce back like like no one's seen in a while. If that if that gives you a little bit of my pick, so be it. But I'm excited. I think this is gonna be a good game. And uh, you know, Tyler, any last thoughts before we wrap it up?
1: Can't wait for the college football playoff to be uh just just cannot wait for the playoffs to end. I mean, like Let's. This is this is what dreams are made of. The two best teams in college football. So I can't wait for the next episode that we record. Um. I mean, what else is there to talk about other than the Rose Bowl being the best bowl of them all, the granddaddy of them <laughs> all? And we ended off like that.
0: There you go. Well, for Tyler, who I am, Danny Scott. Thank you for tuning in, everyone, and look out for that championship preview coming later in the week. Have a good one. Thank you.